All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. I always love when Brian does his retellings because they're hot and it makes me really excited to hear all the details. That's happening today, so stay tuned for that. Before we get to that, though, we want to say thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. Cassidy is a lifestyle site that is ever-growing. There are constantly new people jumping on from across the United States and honestly internationally, too. We've had a lot of friend requests coming in from Australia, the UK, Canada, all over the place. It is so exciting to see this site growing like it is because we love it. We love the features. We love how user-friendly it is. And we love the security on Cassidy. That's a big deal for us lifestylers. If you want to check it out for yourself, you can for an entire month free of charge. When you go to frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage. Again, that's a free month of all of the Cassidy services when you go to frontporchswingers.com and click Click on the Cassidy banner. So it has now officially been three weeks since I've been a slut, which is like a fucking lifetime in my world. It Honestly, I'm kind of starting to get withdrawals. (laughs) Yeah. Well, listen, we're going to talk a little bit about this. (laughs) I set up a sexy date for you and I have been working on other sexy dates. And while I have typically had tremendous success, obviously. Yeah, you're, um, you're... a rock star at the vetting and shit for sure. Yeah, yeah. I've got that shit pretty well dialed in. There is always the human factor. Some <laughs> Any fucking thing can happen. It's This is not a science by any means uh, what we do here. So I feel like I've, I've done very, very well. I have, however, over the course of the last week, because we put, I attempted to put some uh, scenarios together for you this past week, have encountered two absolute train wrecks one was really fucking terrible and it's not a funny conversation but we're going to talk about it the other is quite laughable it's fucking hilarious it's it really is it's it's so interesting how people guys single guys in particular really change their fucking tune when (laughs) when they're faced with some interesting information so anyway yeah you've been pretty well not slutty i guess you've been you've been pretty well monogamous actually yeah i am now a born again monogamist (laughs) yeah i on the other hand have been slutting it up i'm just slinging it around it's you're just uh, throwing that cock all over town yeah i'm gonna be throwing it around today as well after we record this episode (laughs) sometime this afternoon which honestly has been kind of fun the shift has been fun and i like seeing how excited you get to go play with the people you're playing with because obviously they're fucking awesome people i just love them so much they're so great they're just amazing gals these two particular gals I'm seeing. I have not been able to see my my male friend. We've just not worked out. Schedules are crazy. But uh, yeah, they're just they're uh, lovely people. Well, that's great for you. I want some fucking cock, okay? Uh, I, I tried. want some cock and I want it to be attached to a normal person. Yeah, you know, that th- there's Apparently, the rub. That's a tall order. That's the rub right there. <laughs> normal person. Well, let's talk about this fucking cat that I was corresponding with as l- late as yesterday, right? Okay. So, of course, put the feelers out. 
uh, all the typical places the guys reach out to me on, and, and I, I've been very, very successful. I'm not giving away my trade secrets, sorry. And so, <laughs> You're gatekeeping that shit? I sure am. So the one guy, the guy that I'm gonna, we're going to talk about now, this is an attractive guy, normal sort of looking dude. Uh, I knew you would be attracted to him. He and I correspond a little bit. And right towards the, about the last couple of messages we're having when I'm getting ready to kind of lay out for him what we're really looking for, or what I'm looking for for you, he simply sends me a message that is a dollar sign and 150. So basically $150. Okay. <laughs> so of course I send back a question mark. I'm like, what is this? He says, well, this is what I charge. <laughs> now I want to put this into perspective. Okay. You are interested these days. You're playing with very specific types of guys. And let's face it, you're a size queen. You like big cock. And that's sure just the do. way it is. Yep. So those are the guys that I am basically chatting with. Now, to be fair, this guy is hung like a Shetland pony. There is no fucking question. Big old dick on this dude. Okay. <laughs> okay. Not the largest by far that we've ever seen, and certainly that you've ever had, but a, a big dude. So... Of course, he sends me that. I send back, what do you mean? He says, that's what I charge. I said, charge for what? Are you going to wash my car? What are you charging me $150 for? And right away, he comes back with, well, this is what I charge couples and uh, and single men. Okay? He's not. He's an equal opportunity dude. So he plays with men. Hey, at least he's not homophobic. Absolutely he's not. He's got something going for him. Yes, absolutely not. And listen, kudos to you. If you're getting $150 to pull that thing out, get it as often as you can. Oh, yeah. However, in this space, I, I'm blown away. I didn't even realize that was a thing. I guess people do this. I don't know if couples, I don't know how many couples Listen, do this. Listen, if there are couples paying single men for sex, that is the craziest shit I've ever heard in my entire life. I literally, I told you when, when this whole thing was happening, I have like 27 messages that I haven't even opened on the BDSM site we use right now from dudes. Yeah. So, I mean, the options are endless. And the fact that this guy thought he was going to charge us $150 to come over and fuck me. Are you kidding me? Well, I get the hundred. Listen, I get charging for services, right? We have a friend who provides legitimate services like erotic massage correct yeah. and during that erotic massage if there is an interest play can certainly ensue but he's legitimately massaging you it's a real thing i yeah, mean he's it's a, a licensed massage therapist yeah right of course he does the erotic massage no problem there's a service this wasn't any other service other than coming to fuck you which <laughs> i can find by throwing a stick and hitting somebody right you know it's just finding the right guy anyway I had to entertain this because I was intrigued. And I said, tell me how often this works. And of course he said, well, with guys a lot, I've been with about six couples. I said, over what period of time? A couple of years. Okay. I would love to meet the couples. I would absolutely want to pick their brains. Also, listen, if you are like a premium fucking dude who thinks that he should be charging for his cock services, why the fuck would you not charge more than $150? Well, that's my point. I'm sure there are some cats out there that are getting a premium and, you know, they're probably providing some sort of exceptional experience. This isn't that kind of thing. I mean, there this there was nothing professional about what he and I were <laughs> were talking about or that he laid out for me. None of that shit. The pictures he sent me of his cock, 
first of all, I didn't ask for them. And they're they're in a dirty bathroom. The, oh, the carpet's no. filthy. His toenails aren't trimmed. Oh, I no. mean, it's like, come on, dude. Like, this is what you're sending me to impress. Because he sent this to me well, after. He's only charging 150 What the fuck do you expect? Well, that's just it. He sent me the pictures after it was 150 And that's when I said, oh, well, now I get it. Now I know why you're only charging 150 bucks. <laughs> and he's like, what do you mean? So, of course, we went down this whole thing. I said, look, dude, good luck to you. I hope you make all the money. You're barking up the wrong fucking tree here. That's just not happening. So he continues to reach out because I guess he was interested by how quickly I was like, fuck you, you're out of your mind. Like, you have to give me the money. And I said, listen, <laughs> we host, I didn't, you know, didn't go into detail. I said, we host Hot Wife events here in Vegas, very literally in the premier club in town, lifestyle club in town. So along with numerous other states, this is just something fun that I was putting together for my partner. Finding a guy with a giant cock isn't a fucking problem. Trust me. So then he, now he's intrigued, right? Oh, tell me about the events here in Vegas. What do I have to do to get invited? Oh. I literally just sent, you know, LMAFO, time, like absolutely nothing. machine and go back in time, bitch. Yeah. I said, well, the first thing you don't want to do to get invited is to tell me you're charging 150 bucks to fuck my partner. <laughs> so no, the answer is no, you won't be coming. So yeah, I mean, you talk about clueless, right? I mean, this is what you open up with. And then very quickly, it's like, oh, well, how do I get it? You know, where do I get tickets? You don't. Yeah. And just to be clear, we're not shitting on sex work. Sex work fuck is legitimate. No at work and if you're gonna fucking charge for your services that's fine listen if i could get 150 bucks for my cock i would you know i mean I'm <laughs> you so, easily could I, i'm all about it fuck yeah go crazy dude but you're talking to lifestyle people like i explained to him to begin with we are a hot wife couple we are very lifestyle experienced you know i went through the whole thing I mean, do you really think that that was a, I'm your target market? You could easily have just said, hey, thank you very much. This isn't really my forte or whatever, because you're, a, you know, you're working. That, right. uh, fine. Go crazy. But not in this space. I don't see how that's a thing. I, I really don't. I, I don't understand it. There are too many options for that. Yeah. That's just not. Yeah. I, listen, lifestyle people paying. I, I have a hard time. Paying with a single dude for yeah. sex. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's. I don't know. I don't think it's necessary, honestly. I hope the guy makes all the money in the world uh, because if I was, you know, getting 150 bucks every time I pulled my cock out, I would do nothing else. So, <laughs> good good on you. And I'm sure uh, listen, uh, it's an impressive cock. I'm sure he's getting plenty of business. I don't, you know, but in the lifestyle space, I, I just don't get it. Not if he's sending pictures with untrimmed toenails in a dirty bathroom, he's not. Well, we know people don't care about that shit. Maybe I should be his representation and help him. Well, actually what Take I said to him, photos. I told him, I said, look, there is a guy in Vegas. I see his ads all the time. He's a legit provider. Yeah. Okay. And his pictures are professional. He has a website. I mean, it's the real deal. He probably grooms himself properly, Listen, if I he's had a, to guess. Yeah. The first picture of him, the guy's wearing a very nice suit. He's well put together. He's a good looking, like GQ looking dude. Yeah. He's probably not charging 150 either. <laughs> Absolutely not. If this cat's showing up to your suite, you're, you're paying. This is like pretty woman kind of shit. <laughs> So I, I don't think she charged one fifty. No, that was the eighties. Yeah, long time. Inflation ago. has probably pushed her prices up too. Listen, I don't know what this guy charges, but it's a premium. I mean, he's got his shit together. This guy's sending me pictures in a dirty fucking bathroom with dirty carpet and stains on the mirror and all that bullshit. You're not a player. 
You know, you're you're not a real player. Yeah. You know, if I if I, mean, I, I wanted respect the hustle, listen, I mean, you, yeah, you can try all you want. It just didn't land with us. Maybe it will with someone else. I don't fucking know. Well, listen, if I was going to pay somebody to do something uh, and have some kind of experience for you or for us, I'd go with the cat who's got a fucking website. Yeah, That's exactly. the guy I'm going to. Yeah. You know, we're going to turn this into a real fucking experience. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know? He should hire us for some consultation, maybe. We yeah. Or help him out here or talk to that guy because he's not he's not going about it the right way. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, and I wish I could say the $150 guy was the worst of it lately. Yeah. I'm just not even sure that that's true. It's, it's not. It's so interesting to me how for so long I've been so positive about single guys. And I've every time somebody else complains about it, I get on a TikTok live and I see it all the time. People are like, oh, we just can't find any good single guys. And I'm always like, they're out there. Keep looking. And now I'm the bitter, jaded bitch that's like... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I can't find any fucking normal men. I mean, we had an experience this week too that we don't need to talk about on the show. It, it got kind of dark, honestly. It was the it's the darkest. It's very dark. Basically, the gist of it is that the guy had a personal tragedy in his life. He decided to come and try to play anyway, and basically because he didn't want to disappoint us because he knows that single guys have such a bad rap with couples in the lifestyle, which is a whole different conversation for a whole different day. Yeah. But it, it it's just been kind of all over the place with these single dudes and none of it's been good. Honestly, I just want, I told you last night, I have no criteria at this point other than be a cool person, smell good and have a decent cock and don't show up and be a weirdo. That's it. Well, you know, I've been really, I think really good at the vetting process and we haven't had a problem with a single dude in a very long time. But this particular incident you're referring to, no fault of ours. This was a tragedy that had taken place. And unfortunately, I don't know, the guy just wasn't how he was processing it or what he was feeling mentally or emotionally. He didn't divulge it to me until he got here with us. He didn't divulge it to you at all. He divulged it to me while we were getting naked together. Yeah. And it. It got dark and weird, and you put a stop to it because obviously you, because you felt terrible. Because I'm not terrible. a sociopath. I'm not going to move yeah. forward with something when someone's not in the right headspace. And to be clear, this tragedy took place, and I mean the most tragic thing you can imagine, honestly, took place four hours before he showed up. Yeah. So and again, we don't need to go into all of that. I mean, no. I honestly, I, I just think it's too dark to even talk about on it, the show. It is. But the, the thing that really struck me is, like you said, why... He came anyway because of how couples perceive single guys in this space and he just didn't want to be tossed out of the club, you know? Well, what he actually said was he knows single guys who have fucked up with couples in the past and then those couples go around and tell all of their friends that that guy's a shitbag, which honestly I celebrate in most instances. If a guy's a douche, everyone should know he's a douche. Yes, absolutely. But this is not the case. This was just a guy that had a terrible incident take place and just didn't know how to process it and, and probably just needed to tell somebody, honestly. So anyway, that stopped abruptly. And, and I've been in touch with him. He's doing better. But yeah, what a yeah, what a fucking nightmare this week has been when it comes to the single dudes, unfortunately. Oh, God, it's been a fucking nightmare. Yeah. I also, I want to get your opinion on this because okay. I think this is going to be single guy tip of the week this week, but I just also want you to weigh in and see if maybe I'm overreacting and being a little bit of a crazy bitch because I've been known to do <laughs> okay. that from time to time. Really? Yeah, just oh. a, just once in a great while. So, <laughs> so this guy and I have been talking for a very, very long time, like months and months and months. And yeah. every time we talk, he says, 
oh, I'm moving to Vegas pretty soon. And when I get to Vegas, I would love to hang out with you. Well, he's been saying that since like the beginning of April. Yeah, I remember that. Okay. And there was one time at the beginning of June that he was like, I'm going to be there next week. Can I take you out for a drink? And I said, yes. And we set a date. We set a time. We found a place that made sense for both of us the whole nine yards. He then comes back and says, oh, unfortunately, I'm stuck here where I'm working for another six weeks. And I'm like, listen, when you get here, just get a hold of me, right? Right. And <laughs> so then it's now it's now July. It's now five months into us fucking talking or whatever, four months, okay? And he reaches out and he's like, I'm going to be there next week. Can we make plans again? I said, sure. We set plans. It is literally the night before our plans. And he's like, oh, I'm still stuck. I just can't, I can't get there. I have too much going on work-wise. I'm like, then why the fuck do you keep making plans with me? Right. Why on earth have you now made plans with me? This is the third time time that we've made plans and they've fallen through because he thinks he's going to be here and then he's not here and it's like part of me is like I understand that you're at the mercy of your job that's why he's coming here but at the same time I have rearranged my schedule multiple times for someone who at this point I just don't feel like has good judgment you know what I mean I feel like it's very childish to schedule something when you don't actually know your schedule and then constantly break those plans well listen I get it uh, you know I've been that that guy who's job dictates his life so he probably doesn't have control over certain things like when he gets to go certain places or whatever and that's fine i totally get that here's my thing both he and you you should know better at this point should have said when you get your feet on las vegas soil contact me and we'll make plans until then we'll just keep communicating and when you get here we'll figure it out i don't think i'm obligated to do that i think if you say it's you're not an obligation to, it's... you are going to be somewhere at a certain time i expect that that's going to be the case and i don't really care what is going on in your life unless it's a horrible personal tragedy i don't really care what's going on in your life that makes me have to break plans over and over and over again i i get that but it happened once and at minimum, the second time, you should have said, look, when you get here, let's figure this out. Because while it's it, you're not obligated to do it, certainly, we already know instinctively and our, the track record of folks who are coming here that want to meet us, we know what happens. They flake, nonetheless, when they're not even here. So for your own benefit, you should have just said, when you get here, we'll figure it out. So now he's here, right? Yeah. Okay. Now he's officially here. He sent me a picture last night of him, like, actually on Fremont Street. <laughs> so I knew that he was a full of shit. And he's like, please, can I take you out? He's, like, begging me. And that's kind of also a little, I don't love that. But that's another single guy tip of the week for another day. I don't know. I I just feel really torn on this because I think he's a great guy. He's super fucking odd. He has a great cock. He has all of the qualities that I'm looking for. And then it also makes me think, okay, by me saying no thank you to this guy, am I the reason that I haven't been able to find a solid guy in three weeks to fuck? Well, there's part of that for sure. I mean, listen, you know, this is also a younger guy we're talking about, right? He's a drop younger? A little bit. Okay. Yeah, he's pretty close to my age, but... Yeah, so, I, I look, you, you've got to give a little bit of slack to a guy who's at the mercy of his job, like I said. Travel schedule keeps getting fucked around by the boss, whatever the case may be. Of course, I think the onus of responsibility is on him to have not made plans, not once, but twice, and had to cancel them. He should have been savvy enough to say, look, I don't 100% know if I'm going to be there, so before we make plans, let me get my ass to Vegas, and then as soon as I get there, 
We're going to make this work. That's what he should have done. Well, another huge red flag for me was at one point during our conversation, he mentioned that I would have been the oldest woman he's ever been with. Not smart, guys. Don't ever say that. Well, I'm not offended by that at all. I could care less. My point is he's used to, and he told me this, he's used to dealing with 21, 22, 23-year-old women who maybe don't have quite as much going on or at the very least don't take this as seriously as someone my age in my situation. Well, yeah. Once again, he's dealing with probably, presumably, single younger gals whose schedules are not... As fucking insane as ours are, they don't have other partners to consider and, you know, all that kind of thing. So that that could be certainly be part of it. He should have been cognizant enough to get that, but I understand it. Well, what so, I ended up telling him is I'm not a 22-year-old who's going to play these fucking games with you. I am not that bitch. If you are looking for someone who's going to be available at your whim at a moment's notice and is totally okay with you having your schedule completely up in the air, you picked the wrong woman. I am not that person. Yeah. So I don't know, maybe I'll give him another chance and see how it goes. But either way, I just feel like it's a showing of maturity to not do shit like that. Well, I don't care what the reason is. You're saying job, this job, that. That's fine. I understand that people's jobs have to come first. But if you don't know your job schedule, then don't make plans. Yeah, I mean, that's really the moral of the story. Like I said, he should have been savvy enough to say, look, I made plans once. I earnestly thought I was going to be there. Now I'm not 100% sure this thing's up in the fucking air. It's soon as I am there, we can put this together. That would have been the smart move. But look, we know what happens with single guys too, right? They get eager, they get thirsty, it gets in their head, right? So for me, what I, I mean, I talked to you about this, I guess, yesterday, no reason not to give the guy a shot. He's here now. You've been communicating with Well, I'm not going to make him. it easy on him then because I'm you know not I'm saying a fucking that. pill. I'm a pill anyway, and I'm annoyed. And you put those two things together, and I'm going to make it tough. I just am. Well, I'm not saying you got to make it easy, but let's not forget you're also looking for a regular play partner. You've been on this you know, for a period of time, let's face it. Almost. Yeah, but I'm also not going to settle. At this point, honestly, the way that I'm looking at it now is like, if you don't check all of the boxes, I'm good to wait. Yeah. I've waited a while now. I, I'm in it for the long haul. I will sit here and be patient and fucking just figure it out. Well, no, I don't think there's any harm in meeting him. I, I really don't. At this point, I don't think it's a terrible idea. You want to know what it is? I'm fucking jaded right now. I'm jaded. Yeah, but you can't be that way in this space. We know. know that. Yeah, but I think I just need to take a step back. I need to take a few days where I'm not on any of the apps. I'm not responding to anyone. Because at this point, it's like, you know how when you get into a fight with someone and then anything they do annoys you? Yeah, of course. That's the point I'm at now. Like anything a guy says that is even has the hint of weirdness or misogyny or anything to it, I just fucking, I don't give them anything any slack well you're preaching to the choir i mean i'm dealing with this of course now when it comes to couples that reach out to me i've already had a train wreck number of conversations with couples who just don't fucking get it so i've walked away from that for a while now too because listen frankly i've got some great fucking regular play partners like we're going to talk about today i'm not fucking around with people who just don't get it i'm just not yeah so i i totally understand that so but i think if you have him jump through a few hoops and he's he's successful with it give the guy a shot fuck you know why not all right i'll consider it i'll take that under advisement thank you for your counsel sir. Uh, that's what i'm here for kind sir
So anyway, yeah, single guy tip of the week, you know, from my perspective, understand that the people you're dealing with in the lifestyle have their own fucking lives and they can't just drop things because your schedule is up in the air. If you don't know your schedule, don't schedule something and take this seriously because I do. Yeah. And as you can tell, uh, single guys, when something like this happens, particularly for you, you take it personally for sure. And Fuck are, yeah, I do. It's impossible not to. Yeah. Very unwilling a lot of times to allow you a second or in this case, third chance. So if you really are interested in a couple or a hot wife, or whatever the situation is, you better make damn sure you can stick to your fucking plans. Yep. There you have it. Anyway, moving on. I am very excited. At something that just took place. We just got it together the past couple of days. We, of course, are 67 days away from Podbash. I believe today is 67 days. Woo! Cannot fucking wait. Hell yeah. Uh, just sold in, uh, two more rooms yesterday. Very excited. C- cannot wait for this thing to happen. we got a lot of fucking cool, sexy people coming. Something we were thinking of, I don't know, two months ago, maybe, something like that, about having someone present at the event, who could talk to not just the newbies, because we have some coming, but also some of the folks that are seasoned. And and what we just talked about is a perfect example of why folks, I think, need to have a conversation sometimes about how they're going about the lifestyle, regardless of how long they've been in it. Is there something that we can change or improve or, you know, improve relationships or how we communicate, you know, all those things. So we were in contact with Sue. Yeah. Yeah. And Sue is a very professional, licensed over the course of twenty this last twenty five years, I think, some something like that. She is a licensed sex therapist, but she, she specializes in the lifestyle, yes. and she has great content. She's on YouTube, she's on TikTok, but basically, we have invited her, and she has agreed to join us at Secrets for Podbash, which I'm so fucking excited about for multiple reasons. Yes, first of all, because she's a wealth of knowledge, and it'll be great to have her there. Uh, she's also going to do a workshop specifically for pod bashers regarding things like consent and moving throughout the weekend in a way that is mindful and really puts people's pleasure and fun at top priority. So I'm I'm so excited to have her there. Yeah, listen, given some of the things that have happened in this space in the last, I don't know, just just say year, uh, as it re- pertains to consent and some kind of aberrant behavior that we have heard of and been exposed to and some of it very recently for us. And, and it, I think it was just important for us to have someone like Sue present. So while we do not necessarily do seminars and all the normal bullshit that you get at events, this is important because there are new folks coming. In fact, she's going to be doing this on newbie night, which is Thursdays at Secrets, which is fucking perfect. And it it just makes perfect sense. And she is someone who will be on property and can answer questions and talk to people and counsel people and and really just make people more comfortable about where they are and what they're doing and how to move forward. I'm fucking pumped. I'm really excited about it. I'm actually more excited than I thought I was going to be about it, but I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, same. I think it's going to be a great addition to the weekend. I mean, obviously, Podbash in general is just going to be so much fucking fun. Yes. And this will just be a little sprinkle of awesomeness on top of that. So Yeah, and I'm going to be able to do a radio show with her on property, which I'm very excited about. She has a radio show. I didn't know that. That's fun. Yes. So I'm I'm pumped. I can't wait. So anyway, Podbash, October 13th to the 17th. If you want to come, you better hurry if you plan on staying on property. Podbashevent.com for all the info. Yeah, get on that. So today, I am going to talk about playing with my super sexy friend, Jade. 
Ooh, I'm excited for this one because I haven't heard a full-on Jade session yet. No. You guys probably remember hearing about Jade and Brian at the club together. Yeah. It was kind of a little bit of a soft interaction, if you will. Nothing so, soft about it, but yes, well, I get what you mean. <laughs> no penetrative session, I should say. No, no penetration. And so, since then, we've seen each other a couple of times. I'm assuming you've railed her. <laughs> uh, listen, she is so much fucking fun. I mean, just so much fun. Uh, in fact, as we're recording this, I'm meeting her tonight at five o'clock to play again. Yeah, and then, then we're then, going to drag bingo. Yes, and then the three of us are going to a drag show, drag bingo. I cannot fucking wait. And that's really the best part for me. You like my current regular play partner so much that we're just doing vanilla shit with them too which is awesome yeah i agree so we're going to talk about that shortly before we get to the dirty details we want to say thank you to the partners of the front porch swingers podcast this episode of fps is brought to you by everly well we have a ton of fun in the bedroom as you guys know from listening to the show and as a result of that we have to take our sexual health very seriously but at the same time we're super busy people so we needed a convenient way to test for our sexual health and that's where everly well comes in everly well has tons of at-home lab tests that could not be more convenient they get sent to you in the mail for the std panel specifically you prick your finger you take a swab you send it off and within just a few days you have your results and you can share those with a primary care physician or with your partners. So for those of you who want to take charge of your sexual health as well, listeners of the show are going to receive a discount of 20% off their first at-home lab test from EverlyWell when you go to everlywell.com slash FPS. That's everlywell.com slash FPS for 20% off your next at-home lab test. everlywell.com slash FPS. This episode of Front Porch Swingers is brought to you by Promescent. There are a lot of products on the market that are meant to help you in the bedroom, and some of them are great, and some of them are really not great. And it can be confusing for consumers, which is why we're so excited about Promescent, because this is a company that takes the quality of their products so seriously. Let's look at their lubes, for example. I don't think you guys realize how many horrible ingredients are in some of the lubes on the market. Promescent really wants to stand out and they make sure that all of their products are incredibly body safe. I have very, very sensitive skin and a lot of the lubes I've used in the past leave me with rashes or burning. I've never experienced those issues with Permescence lubes. I personally love their hybrid lube, especially for backdoor action because it doesn't dry out and it doesn't get all sticky like a lot of the cheaper lubes out there do. Of course, they have other products besides lubricants. They have massage oils. They have their flagship product, the Delay Spray. And one of my personal favorites is their buzzing gel for us ladies or our us vulva owners, I should say. So I just love Permescence products. I love that they take their ingredients and the overall quality of their products incredibly seriously. And if you want to check them out for yourself, head on over to promescent.com today. That is P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T.com to check out our absolute favorite bedroom wellness products. If you guys haven't heard of microdosing yet, we're super excited to tell you about it because all sorts of people are using microdosing daily to feel healthier and perform better. And we're two of those people. Yeah, look, Lumi Labs, I cannot tell you how this microdosing has changed my life. First of all, I take it for soreness, for inflammation, and it's amazing how much better I feel, what my recovery is like from the gym particularly. And then, of course, when it comes to sleep, I have been a terrible sleeper literally since I was a teenager. And for me to be able to sleep 
peacefully through the night for six, seven hours has been unheard of. This is truly life-changing for me. Our show today is sponsored by Microdose Gummies from Lumi Labs. Microdose Gummies deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. To learn more about microdosing THC, go to microdose.com and use code FPS to get free shipping and 30% off of your first order. Links can be found in the show description, but again, that's microdose.com and code FPS for 30% off your first order and free shipping. So this is going to sound really weird, but I think because <laughs> because everything you've told me about Jade makes it sound like she and I are very similar in the bedroom and we're also like both short and stuff. I sometimes live vicariously through you talking about your experiences with her. You like guys, I imagine it being me and it turns me on even more. Yeah, you guys are very, very similar, not just in stature, but in play style. She's incredibly submissive, even more so than you are. Wow. And... She's also like an inch shorter than you. Yeah, she's and has got even smaller, smaller feet, than, feet me. than yeah. She's a tiny little thing, but man, is she fucking hot. She is. She is a pistol. So, as a matter of fact, as we're talking right now today, I'm meeting her at like five o'clock to have a play session with her before we go off to the drag show. Yeah, how many people would ever be able to wrap their fucking heads around that? You are going to drive to her house, play with her, then you guys are going to come separately, meet me out for a vanilla outing. Yes. I mean, it seems very unorthodox when you put it like that, but I mean, it works. It's working out really well. Well, yeah, and also I had a vanilla date with her last week. We went and did some axe throwing, which was awesome, while you actually had drinks with Susan, my other regular female play part. Holy hell, it's getting confusing, really. <laughs> it, it, it really is, but it's so much fucking fun. because a lot going on. I like them both so much. They're so much fun. And the fact that you like them both is really big, uh, just a huge deal to me. Yeah, absolutely. You know? So let me hear about it. I want to hear some sexy fucking details. Well, as you know, as you know, I have played with her twice now. And while they were both amazing fucking experiences, I'm going to put them all together and put a bow on it for you because it's so fucking hot to me. And it, just the way this whole thing unfolded and because I am obviously seeing her more frequently, I feel like this is going to this will make a lot more sense with how all of this kind of went down. Right. So I had the opportunity to play with her a little bit at Playhouse and it was really just her sucking my cock and I'm, you know, kind of playing with her tits. And that's how, of course, I found out she's super orgasmic just by nipple and breast play. And so it was a great fucking time. We talked about it. But this was really a buildup for me to play with her the first time because, you know, I only kind of sampled what she was like, right? Right, yeah. And I knew that submissive side in her was going to come out because we had this conversation. I didn't realize, of course, just how submissive, but man, it it's next level and it is fucking fun. So the first time she came to our place. Yes, it was after you and me and she went out for a drink. That's correct. Yes, we had we met out and that's when this whole thing kind of uh, unfolded. And so we put plans together. She came here. It was an afternoon. It was really nice because I love that afternoon play, as you know. And she came in. And we start very quickly kind of making out and touching each other. And then, of course, we get to the bedroom. And that's where everything changes with Jade. Because she's instantly, like, transported into this submissive mindset. So right away... Well, and what's funny about that is I have to say, Jade is, to describe her a little bit to people, she is effervescent. She is 
bubbly. She yeah. is very outgoing. She does not come across as a submissive person in public at all. No. I, I kind of suspected she might be just from the first play that you guys had and some things that you had told me about her. But I think it's interesting, and I'm, I'm anxious to hear you talk about that shift because she is just so over-the-top friendly and, and kind of commands attention when she she's does. not in the bedroom. Yeah, she was just with us in Denver. She got a lot of attention because she's so bubbly and so much fun and so outgoing and just friendly. She's got this amazing smile. It's always on her face. So, yeah, I don't know that you necessarily get this impression from her, but that's very quickly kind of gets erased when she's in the bedroom. At least that's my experience, and it's... It's, it's amazing. Those are my favorite people, though. The people that can go back and forth and have almost kind of a different bedroom persona. For I sure. Mean, that's fucking hot. And this is who we're talking about. So, like I said, we get into the bedroom and almost immediately she just gets on her knees and starts taking my pants off. Oh. So, yeah, right away she is sucking my cock. She's licking my balls. She is a very orally fixated gal. Okay. And this will definitely come up uh, as I'm talking about this. You'll understand. This is the first thing she does. And this goes on for a while. At some point, I actually had her sit down on the bed. I was at the foot of the bed standing there. And she's just literally going to town on my cock. Just amazing. Eventually, I get undressed. I take all my clothes off. She is down to like bra and panties at this point. And I just have her kind of shuffle onto the bed a little bit. And I start taking her panties off. And I go down on her. Her bra comes off. So now I know from the first time that we had any kind of interaction how sensitive she is. Her nipples and her and her breasts are really sensitive. So I'm going down on her while I'm playing with her nipples. And until you've heard Jade moan, <laughs> you, you truly can appreciate it. I've heard it now. <laughs> you have heard it. You truly cannot appreciate it. Yeah. And it... It's yeah, it's just intoxicating. So I'm going down on her vigorously and playing with her nipples. And very literally within like a minute and a half, she has an orgasm. And man, when she comes, it's real obvious. Oh, I yeah. mean, she is animated. She is absolutely uninhibited. It's so fucking hot to watch, when, a, especially when a woman really is just so comfortable with just letting it all go. Oh, God, yes. There is nothing hotter than a woman doing that. It's different than with a man for some reason. A little bit. A little bit different. Yeah, I, absolutely. But with her, it's just it, it just intensified things for me because obviously that's that kind of, you know, now I know you dig this kind of thing, you right. know, and I'm going to keep doing it as much as I can until you make me stop. And that's essentially what happened. I made her come a few times that way, and she was obviously getting real sensitive, so I turned her over. She got on her stomach, and I'm just kind of rubbing her butt and smacking her ass a little bit. She's got the cutest little ass I've oh, ever seen. It's so yeah, she's a, yeah. Everything about her is just adorable because she's this little tiny package, you know. <laughs> um, I'm nibbling she's on like her. She's like a little doll. She almost doesn't even look like a person because she's so tiny. <laughs> I know her feet are so funny. Uh, nibbling on her, nibbling on her thighs. So I start licking around her ass, and I put my oh, tongue in her ass. You are a naughty fucking man. Yes, I am, and I. <laughs> loved every minute of it. And like I said, when you hear her express herself, like when she's moaning and just making these amazing sounds, it just gets me going. So I have got my hands under her thighs, basically, and my my arms are under her thighs. My hands are on her lower back and on her ass, and I'm just pulling her towards me as much as I possibly can. And as long as she's making these amazing sounds, I just keep on going. So this oral goes on for a pretty good period of time. I'm also reaching up 
because she's short enough, I can feel her tits and rub her nipples. And, it, you know, just just the sounds she makes when that's happening is awesome. So what about this felt submissive in the beginning, though? Well, it's it's not anything specific other than her energy. She just becomes like putty. Like, whatever I wanted to do, she's on board with. <laughs> yeah. Provided there is some dominant component, right? Right. So I'm holding her down. I'm she's squeezing her. She's feeding off of your energy. Yes, yep. absolutely. Yep. Eventually, I kind of get on top of her from behind, and I'm kind of rubbing myself all over her. I'm moving her hair away from her face, so I'm nibbling on her neck and on her upper back and just running my hands all over. And, of course, she's, again, making these sounds. It's just so fucking hot. So she kind of turns to me. We start making out a little bit, and now she's kind of on her side. And very quickly, I start – any chance I get, I'm touching her breasts. That's just happening. So <laughs> Good man. Yeah, I'm touching her breasts, and then I start just – very gently playing with her clit a little bit with my other hand. And that combination really just, I mean, it changes everything for her, right? <laughs> so, and again, this is the first time we're together. She told me when we were at Playhouse that, of course, she couldn't show me based on how we were playing, but how flexible she is. Okay. Okay. Well, she absolutely is. She wasn't lying? <laughs> no, because I turned her back over. She's now on her back again. And... I have her legs open because I'm going to go down on her again, right? I'm trying to, I want to keep this intensity going and see just how submissive this is going to get. And as I'm pushing her legs back, she's taking her legs back. She's in a full split. Oh my God. Full split. Even greater distance than a full split, actually. It's even more advanced. And so I'm going down on her. I'm holding her by her ankles with both hands. Again, that's how short she is. And I'm just buried in this amazing pussy of hers. So Why would you not be? Yeah. God, that must have been quite the visual. Well, of course, now I realize she's super fucking flexible. Like, this is crazy. So, and I'm not trying to test just how flexible she is. I don't have to because with her writhing around and moving around, she's basically pulling her legs further apart. It, it was very intense. So this goes on for a little bit. Now... What happens next, I tra we transition. So as I start kind of moving around, I'm on my knees. She turns to her side. Right away, she starts sucking my cock again. Any chance she gets, she's on my cock. Okay? Ugh. That's, I mean, she's very orally fixated. And when she's sucking cock, much like you, that moaning in that, that moment where you know someone's really enjoying it. Yeah. Almost like they're the ones getting the oral pleasure. Listen, you know? a woman who moans during a blowjob is a fucking keeper. Rock star. She's a fucking rock star. She's kind of playing with my balls a little bit. She's sucking my cock. I'm touching her clit. And as I'm doing that, the moaning just intensifies. I mean, like I said, she is very fixated orally. And because of that, I, you had I, a great fucking I time. can't even tell you how much fucking fun I had. <laughs> so from there, this has gone on for a while. Okay. So from there, I thought I, I, I have to fuck her. She's so fucking hot. I have to fuck her. So reach over, get the condom. Of course, it's already ready on the bed. And I start fucking her from on top. So instantly her legs are widespread again, just like when I was going down on her. And now this is the first time I have penetrated her. And this is where the real submissiveness comes in. The the very low moaning and it's deep and you know, she's looking up at me and her hands running over her own tits. I'm licking her. We're making out. I'm saying dirty things to her like 
how amazing this tight little pussy is and all that kind of stuff. Oh my God. And she is just slut. Yeah. And I mean, all it, it, it was so fucking intense. So this goes on for a bit. I'm fucking her on top. Then I roll her over. And this is obviously the most submissive thing, right? When you're taking somebody from behind, it's almost like this animal instinct. She, oh my God. Those primal instincts just kick in. Yeah. That's every time I'm in that position, I find myself saying dirtier and dirtier things. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. So she's now, of course, she's arching her back. She's pushing her ass up into me. I'm straddling her. Then, then I just get behind her and just start pounding her. And mm. again, going on for a hot second. So this whole session is about an hour and a half long. Eventually, I flipped her over. I'm fucking her on top again, then kind of on the side. And when I finished, when I came, she was on her stomach. And once it, we, had, I had came, and she came a number of times. It was just kind of like we just collapsed. I just, I was just out. Right. I'm laying on top of her, trying not to crush her, of course. And <laughs> she's still making these amazing sounds. So. I didn't get the opportunity to truly appreciate even more oral that I got the second time I played with her. Oh, yeah. Let's hear about that, because I know from you, from you telling me all of these years of us being in the lifestyle, that sex just progressively gets better when it's with the right people. So what was the second time like after? I mean, did it build upon the first time, I'm assuming? Yes. So, of course, I didn't talk about this yet because I haven't we haven't covered it on the show. But the second time I played with Susan, she actually sent me a text message which affirms wh exactly what I know and Jade essentially did the same thing that that was even better than the first time kind of thing and that absolutely is the truth at least from my experience I think if you're with someone a little bit more you've got that familiarity it just gets better, right? Yep. And in this particular case, it absolutely did. With the right people. If it's bad, if it's mediocre the first time, yeah. usually it's bad the second time. Well, <laughs> the first time with Jade, fucking, I mean, out of the park, intense and hot. Very literally, we were sweating. I mean, it was so fucking hot. The second time I got a chance to play with her, the most recent time, I went to her place. Yes. And so, again, we are kind of, well, this time we actually sat on the couch. She has this amazing little dog, and I was playing with him, and we're just kind of chatting, having some water, and about 30 minutes or so, she's ready to go. So, upstairs, she takes me up to the bedroom, and again, very quickly, I take my clothes off, and she is already naked. She has panties on no bra she's already there she's fucking ready she's ready to go and in true jade fashion as soon as my pants are off she is sucking my cock <laughs> and man what I'm, a badass like i said there's nothing quite like someone who really enjoys giving oral whether it's on a man a woman whoever is she making eye contact or oh, is she yeah. closing her eyes see Both. if i'm focused on a cock and i'm really really trying my hardest to provide like the best blowjob i can i have to close my eyes because yes. it's like that's the only thing i can focus on i can't focus on you and your eyes and your facial expressions because it'll take me out of the moment yeah well that's really the best of both worlds susan is very much the same way also incredibly orally fixated as you will find out when we start talking about her at some point but jade very much that way she is making eye contact but not the entire time because she is literally choking on my cock <laughs> so you know this goes on for a, a while but i really just wanted to get her on the bed because i wanted to touch her i really just did she's looked so fucking amazing and just prior to us playing she showed me the outfit that she was bringing to denver because this was like a week before we were going to denver so i still had that in my mind i'm like i can't imagine what that's going to look like so <laughs> Well, I can imagine because I saw it and it was fucking hot. But it anyway, go really on. was. <laughs> so up on the bed she goes, 
like I said, she's again on her back and I just devour her pussy. She's so fucking attractive and just so hot. And with the tiniest little pussy, I just can't help myself. So I go down on her right away, right back to playing with her tits because I know where, where that leads, obviously. <laughs> and it, again, very similar to how we started the first time. However, this time I flipped her over pretty quickly because I wanted to, wanted to fuck her from behind early on okay and this is so this is what happens because i, I kind of had an idea where this was headed based on some of the things that she had said to me and kind of how she was sucking my cock and i got an impression okay let's just put it that way so i start i grab a condom i start fucking her from behind after i go down on her and i'm fucking her hard this is a, a hard session this time i'm pulling her hair I'm biting her a little harder. Ooh. I'm slapping her ass a little harder. And I really want to want to put this time in because my intention is to stop at some point, which I did, and go down on her again. So this time I'm going down on her from behind after What's I was What's her reaction to all of this? You're glossing over the most important part. You're pulling her hair. You're biting her. What is she doing? It's that moaning. It's the sounds. It's the submissive kind of like almost not. It's almost like like a wounded animal. <laughs> you know, it's that kind of thing. It's very low and and intense. It, it's crazy, which is what drives me to kind of playing with her the way that I do, where, where it gets a little bit more intense and a little bit more aggressive. And, you know, I'm trying kind of different things. In fact, at one point, she's so flexible. I'm fucking her from behind. I have, uh, let's see, it's her left leg. My arm is under her leg and her knee is almost essentially in her face. <laughs> and her right leg is kind of elongated and stretched out. I mean, she is so super fucking flexible. And so I was fucking her from behind that way for a period of time. I didn't intend on fucking her that long from behind, but it was so fucking hot at that point. I didn't want to stop. Eventually, though, I did. And as I said, I went down on her again from behind, very quickly flipped her over. This time, when I flipped her over, I got right in front of her and I, I basically took her hair very gently, but put my cock in her mouth, put her face right on my cock and she just went to work. Okay. Ugh. And it was fucking hot because now we're both sweaty again. I'm working. Okay. So I'm putting in the time and the effort and I'm basically face fucking her while I'm playing with her clit and playing with her tits. Obviously she came while she was sucking my cock and this was going on. And it was just so fucking intense because she literally had to kind of spit my cock out for the moment <laughs> and make this amazing sound while she had this convulsive orgasm. And literally as quickly as she came, boom, right back to sucking my cock. Balls in her mouth. Fucking she, trooper. Uh, look, I'm telling you, man, she's the entire package. It's a little package, but it's the entire package. <laughs> so from there, I get another condom. I start fucking her on top. And I, like I said, when she's just got that spread eagle thing going, it it's intense because what I was doing at this point, because I know that she's flexible enough and she's able to do it, while she was in that split position and I'm on top of her, I was holding her ankles down at one point. But then I kind of put my arms under her leg and was holding her shoulders. Her arms are around my neck and she's just in this tiny little package and I'm pounding her and man oh she, that is that is like total domination right yes. there that is fucking hot pulling her hair holding her hair back 
flip her over, fucking her on her side a little bit, and I was spanking her ass. I think it was her left ass cheek. I love that position. When it's like my ass is exposed to you, my front is exposed to you, so you can easily like play with my pussy or spank my ass equally as easily. Yes. Oh, fuck. It's amazing. So again, her leg all the way up to her head, and I'm getting, I'm in there. It was so fucking hot. I am in there. So I am I'm fairly close to where I'm gonna get ready to come. So I stop fucking her. I lay next to her, licking her tits, licking her neck, kissing her neck, rubbing her neck, I'm pulling her hair. You edged yourself. I did. I wanted to wait. So after I make her come, I was kind of playing with her with her clit again and licking her her tits. And so she has another orgasm. I then, of course, at that point, take my condom off and she starts sucking my cock again. Now I am on my knees, she's on her back. And I'm leaning over on her, basically. I'm, I'm basically face-fucking her on her back. And as as soon as I was getting ready to come, I took my cock out of her mouth, and she just, she, her mouth is agape. She's Her mouth is open, wanting me to come in her mouth. Oh, my which God. The visual of that must is have exactly, been amazing. Yes. It's exactly what happened. And like I said, when someone really enjoys doing something, whatever it is, there's a level of intensity to it, but especially when it's sexually oriented. When it's right? a hot chick sucking your cock, yeah. Not I... <laughs> only a hot chick sucking my cock, who is essentially nothing verbal, just physical cues wanting me to come in your mouth. Like, holy shit. So I did, obviously. It's got some on her chest, too. And from that point, we were I was spent. We laid down and just kind of laid there, touching and rubbing and uh, kind of going over what had just happened. And like I said, it it's so intense with her getting messages from her the next day. Like my pussy is so sore. I love going to work with a sore pussy like this. What a naughty little mink. She is naughty. And I'm telling you the two sessions I've had with her, well, three really, it went from hot the first time, right? Cause it was truly just oral for the most part. Intense. The second, the, the, the first time I had penetrative sex with her and the third time, absolutely mind-blowing i'm getting ready to play with her again today i have no idea what that's going to be like but i am eager to fucking find out so okay i have a question for you though because obviously the way that you're playing with her is incredibly primal and i think back to clint who if you guys have listened to the show for a long period of time you know that clint was a long-term play partner that i had in montana and his and my play was very similar to what you're describing with jade i mean obviously got a little bit more aggressive towards the end of our time together right but it was incredibly intense and because we had this primal connection in the bedroom there would be times that i'd see him out just for a drink or for lunch or whatever and all i could think about was him like tearing my fucking clothes off and like spanking my ass and choking me and all these things even when we're in vanilla settings so you had a vanilla hangout with jade like you said you guys went through axes together yes were you thinking of those things while you guys were in a vanilla setting? Yeah, impossible not to. I would think so. Impossible not to. Listen, also, keep in mind, you know, one of the things I didn't mention, which I will, obviously, now, while we're playing, I'm also choking her. She's sucking my cock, my hands around her neck. It's I'm pulling her hair and choking her at the same time while face-fucking her. While I'm fucking her, I'm, she's being choked and her hair is being pulled and her ass is being slapped. I'm holding her down, basically, by the wrists, and it's very, I mean, it's intense. You know, the, I'm slapping her ass harder and harder as this is kind of progressing. So again, I don't know necessarily what today is going to look like, but we will have that conversation and find out. <laughs> and it is aggressive and she loves it. And there's no 
doubt that she is a very different personality in the bedroom as opposed to out of it. The giggly, smiley, bubbly Jade, not in bed. She is as submissive and pliable as you want her to be. <laughs> and man, it's fucking hot. Right, but I mean, as you're sitting there throwing axes, are you thinking like, oh, I just want to pick her up and throw her and fucking ravage her? Well, we talked about it. The truth is, we would have gone someplace and had fucking sex if that were an opportunity. But you and I were meeting shortly after that, and she had something she had to do. But and it really wasn't possible for any number of reasons. But the heat was definitely building up, and we probably can't we stopped the date is when we should have before well, things got crazy it was kind of foreplay though right because now oh, yeah. it's like you haven't been able to touch her since no and we, that's how we've been communicating of course she's always sending me good morning how are you hope your day goes well and the closer we get to playing because we've had this plan now for about a week it's i'm i've been craving you i need your cock i mean it's oh, that kind of stuff i love and, that and susan is the same way it's so fucking awesome this is why i said i'm not well and you intimated it i'm not looking to to, to deal with a lot more people. Frankly, I don't have the time. And when it comes to, to couples or even singles, but couples particularly in my world that want to engage with me, if you've got some weird shit or I get a weird vibe, I'm not even I'm not even going forward with it because my partners right now are fucking exceptional. Yeah. And the truth is, they're friends. These two gals, and I said it to both of them. If this stops right now, because they're single gals, let's face it, they are likely at some point to get into some type of a relationship. They both want that. So if this were to stop at any point, uh, we're still friends. I don't I don't care. I like them. Yeah, same. They're awesome. Well, yeah. that sounds fucking hot. I'm so glad that you have been able to have those experiences. I'm incredibly turned on by them. The more aggressive you are with other people when you're telling me about it, the hotter it is to me because I feed off of that so much with you. I love your super dominant, aggressive energy in the bedroom. It's one of the it's one of my favorite things about you, really. Well, I can assure you that I will be fucking her spread eagle with my hands around her neck today. That oh, is happening. God, it, say it again. Yep. <laughs> fucking her spread eagle with my hands around her neck that is happening yeah i cannot wait it, it can't come sooner i have to go to the fucking gym first by the way after we record this i have to think about this all fucking day until i finally get Use my it hands as on your her. motivation i'm telling you it's uh, it's gonna be a long fucking day well, we're going to be talking a little bit more about this interaction and some other behind the scenes that we have going on on this week's bonus episode of Front Porch Swingers. Yes. So if you guys are curious to hear a few more uh, little trinkets of naughtiness and other fun stuff, make sure you join us at patreon.com slash front porch swingers. We also re- want to remind you guys that we are going to be at Club Privada on Cannot August wait. 25th, super soon. So if you guys are in the PNW or you want to fly in, we would love to have you join us. It's going to be a very elegant, sophisticated night of sluttiness. <laughs> We've got some solid Vegas dudes coming to this thing as well. Yes, I'm very excited. we do. Yeah, some of our local friends are going to travel with us for the event, so it's going to be fantastic. You can find that and all of our other events at members.frontporchswingers.com. And also, don't forget Podbash, podbashevent.com for all of the information on our Secrets Hideaway event, October 13th through the 17th and uh, just in general I feel like we have a lot of fun stuff coming up that we I am do. very excited to share with you guys hopefully I will also break my dry spell before yes. the next time that we record and you guys can hear about me getting boned by uh, 
someone that doesn't want to charge us $150 to do so. Yeah, I'm going to find that guy. <laughs> uh, also, don't forget, we will be at Splash uh, September as well. I believe the 22nd to the 25th. Yeah, so the actual hotel is booked, but they yes. do have the Overflow Hotel, which is very, very close to the hosting hotel. Um, and they're also going to have day passes on sale soon. And that information can all be found at members.frontporchswingers as well. Yeah, if you're going to be in Fort Lauderdale, come check us out. Yes. Okay, guys, until next time, thank you so much for listening. Thanks, everybody.